like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host... Hello and welcome to Shift Happens, everyone. I am your host, Karen Weary. I am licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough life coach. That means that I can work with you no matter where you are. And that is a good thing because you know what? Sometimes we just need somebody who is outside of ourselves, who has more of a bird's eye view and who has the training and skills to know how to pull you through challenging times or to sort through the things that are going on in your head or your relationships and who can keep you accountable. And that's one of the beautiful things with coaching is that it is there's absolutely nothing wrong with you at any point in time. And the same thing goes for with counseling. I think a lot of times people, they think that, oh, if I go to counseling, there's something wrong with me. I'm cra- that means I'm crazy. I'm admitting it to the whole entire world. But no, you know, it's just like with uh, coaching is, it's just, different uh, kinds of of skills that are emphasized. And so when you work with me, you've got both all put into one person. (laughs) And, And guess what? It's really all about becoming the best you that you possibly can, getting out of your own way, because we all have life experiences that have happened. And these life experiences can get stuck and and we have we really have a lot of um, kind of mindsets that aren't necessarily my own. You know, it's not necessarily that I decided to have this because we were raised by certain people. We have been watching TV. We have uh, teachers and, and peers who have, you know, told us certain things over and over and over. You know, one of the things that my family always told me as I was growing up was, oh, Karin, you're so, you're so, um, gosh, I totally lost the word there. You're so, um, accountable. You're so down to earth. You know, that was the one who, you know, always was, uh, you know, I I would think through things. I'm, I, I think very practical, very logistical. Uh, don't give me any tech. I can use tech, but if there's any problems, that's not, I'm not your girl. <laughs> so, and and I, I was always fascinated by by the mind, by relationships, by psychology, and and how what do successful people do? What do uh, how do we make our lives better? How can we be the most that we can be? And this is where it has become my life quest to become that and to uh, guide other people through uh, when they are ready and willing to do the same. And today. I'm going to be talking about uh, eight traits that uh, couples who make it through tough times, they share. And here's the thing is that it really is traits. Uh, You know, many times I think people, they 
sort of think that, um, you know, when you're with someone, you, you are in a relationship and it just sort of happens. It doesn't just sort of happen. You make it happen. <laughs> and the best gift that you can give to yourself, to your partner, to your kids is to work on you to be the best you that you can, because that way you are going to be the best partner, the best person to yourself, and you are modeling all of these things to your children if you have children. If you don't, then you're modeling it to other people. But mostly you have the joy of of, um, having all the benefits that having and building healthy, strong relationships bring. And here is a list of some of the things that a healthy, strong relationship brings you in your life. Uh, you know, we always want to know what's, what's in it for me. <laughs> These are some of the things that are in it for you. For one is that there's less stress because uh, we know that in, in a healthy relationship that there are just less cortisol that's being produced. We have, we have a warm, soft place to come home to. And this is something that just is becomes a buffer. You know, we got tough times, but I got my honey at home. And so everything's going to be okay. Uh, when I get home, you know, all the stress rolls off of me and I can get through another day. And uh, so people, couples who are happy in, in healthy, happy relationships just have lower stress. And you know what we always say here on Shift Happens is that when you don't carry chronic stress, you're also building a buffer against physical health, right? You have better healing. Well, you know, guess what? Uh, you have somebody to distract you from the pain if you're in pain. You have somebody who's maybe is making you laugh, which boosts your immune system and makes you heal better. So, um, so actually, there was a study that showed that. Um, Let's see, research suggests that married people who have undergone heart surgery are three times more likely to survive the first three months after surgery than single uh, parents, patients. Uh, And also, married patients also reported feeling more confident about their ability to handle post-surgery pain, and they were less worried about the surgery in general. So, Here's the thing that uh, a little emotional support, and in, in many cases, a lot of emotional support can go a long way with, when it comes to, you know, healing. And generally, healthy, happy couples have healthier behavior. So they, especially when both people uh, have a mindset uh, where they value healthy lifestyle. So they're going to encourage each other to, you know, eat healthy and to go out and exercise and do those things. We're going to do these, this together or you go do it and I'm going to cheer you on type of thing. As opposed to if you're with someone who's a couch potato and watches TV 24-7. Uh, they also uh, have found that people who are in healthy, happy uh, relationships, they have a greater sense of purpose. And it's, it's you know, it's just part of us. We're, we're not, uh, you know, made to be uh, alone on an island. That's you know, one of the biggest parts of all the lockdowns around the world have been, really have cause so many more problems than result any problems because we are human beings. We're social beings. We need social human contact in order for us to feel good. And um, so we can actually 
feel as though we have more of a sense of purpose when we're in a relationship. It's not what is your purpose necessarily, but it's certainly when you are more of a we and a team, which we're going to get into. And people who are in healthy, happy relationships tend to have longer lives. And, you know, just because, um, you know, we have less stress and you have that leads to less chronic illnesses. So less medication, less health problems, you know, all of those kinds of things. It all, it all acts and, you know, comes together. Uh, Even one study even suggested that a lack of social relationships has the same effect on health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. That's incredible. (laughs) I was just reading that right now. So what are these eight uh, traits that couples share who make it through rough times? That would be a really good thing to know, right? Uh, So that you could incorporate that into your life, whether you are currently in a relationship with someone or you're currently dating or you want to be in a relationship. Because when we know what it is, where it is that we want to be, then we can start to do, uh, create and build the mindset of a healthy, uh, uh, of a partner who is going to be uh, one half of a partnership that's going to create this beautiful, healthy relationship. So, because you know what, sometimes the car is going to break down. Sometimes somebody might, you might lose your job. It might be you, it might be your partner. So you have lack of an income. It could be, you know, somebody gets sick or has an accident. It could be, uh, you know, a loss in the family. So your partner may be really sad uh, and grieving. Uh, it could be so many different things. So, and we're all going to experience that. It could be you're, you know, on the highway and, and your tire blows up and you're stuck out there. You have to wait until whatever, you know, somebody comes with a tire or, you know, whatever. So those kinds of things are going to happen. How do you handle those times? And how are you there for your partner during those times? And speaking of the car situation, I personally am currently going through this because we're three people, adult people in the house, you know, full-time. We all have full-time jobs. We have different schedules. And for several days, I can't remember if it was a week or several days, we all had to figure out how to coordinate one car because we were down two cars. And we've been down, you know, then fortunately we added a, one car. So we've been at two cars now for, uh, yeah, I don't know, like two weeks or something like that, week and a half. And so that's been much better. And so we just have to get through another couple of days and then we'll have all of our cars back. So <laughs> I am speaking about what I'm experiencing right now. So uh, when uh, it's always best when you can speak from experience and what you're actually imp- implementing yourself. So one uh, of the eight traits is that they accept each other. And that means really, will you be there for me when I need you? And and the thing is, because um, basically, it's it's hard to really uh, achieve this if you if you feel like you know you're struggling, and when there is, you don't feel safe in the relationship. You don't feel emotionally safe. You feel as though, oh gosh, this other person might attack me verbally or emotionally, or they're not listening to me, and that type of thing. But 
no, I am going to put everything aside. I'm going to not assume that you have negative intentions. I'm going to assume that you have good intentions. So here's the thing is that when couples who are accessible to each other, they really uh, prioritize making the other person feel safe. And and this is one of my personal biggest uh, biggest values is respect. You don't have to like me. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to be my best friend for the general public and such. But you do have to respect me and I will respect you. Even if I don't agree with you, even if I don't like you or any of those kinds of things, respect is to me what makes the world go around and what will make the world certainly a much better place to to live in. And uh, when we have respect as our top priority and it, as part of that respect is that it's, I know what it's like to not feel emotionally safe. So I do not like that. So I am going to do my best to make sure that you feel emotionally safe so that you can express what you need to do as long as you're doing that with respect to me. <laughs> and so this is how it all comes together. So, and, and, you know, you can't feel safe if you don't feel as though the other person values you as a person. So, you know, I really value my per- partner as a person. I really think that he's uh, he has a big heart. He wants to be the best dad he can. You know, he he is incredibly supportive towards me and from day one and and we are encouraging each other always, you know, if I'm having a rough day, he's totally okay with me crying when I need to cry and it's okay. And that's just the best to me, the best thing to hear, you know, when I'm having a rough time. And and then he asks, do you, uh, do you want to cry? I don't know what it is about that. It's just like, yes, I do want to cry. And it's just so accepting of uh, me and where I am emotionally in that moment. It feels amazing. So it's sometimes those little things that can make just the biggest difference in in life. So what is another trait? So trait number one is that um, that they, uh, sorry, <laughs> they accept each other. So I accept you as you are. You accept me as as I am. Number two is that they know themselves, meaning. Um, I observe myself. I look at myself from a higher view to observe my own behaviors. I can step out of the middle of my emotion and and take a look at okay is if I go ahead and I'm upset right now is that going to be best is that going to do something good for our relationship or is it not is this really worth bringing up um, or is it just me having a moment where I'm just annoyed and being picky and and so it's really important in a relationship in healthy relationships to be able to manage your own emotions so because here's the thing is that um there are there's a difference between um you know um having anger and how you act on anger because everybody gets angry uh, i always talk about how our emotions are like a barometer for what's going on in our environment there's nothing wrong with any of the emotions it's what we do with those emotions it's not okay to just 
blast it out on other people just because you're feeling a certain way, even though you think that it's them that are provoking this. So, for example, I have worked with some people that use, they, they have PTSD, you know, whether they were veterans or whatever kind of situation. I have PTSD and they use that as, as a threat to people. Like, uh, you don't want to mess with me. I got PTSD and almost like it's a license to just blast out and be aggressive and, and, and use that manipulatively. That's not okay. There's a difference between having PTSD and needing to manage it and uh, sharing that. It's like, look, I'm, I'm feeling on edge right now. I, if you want to share that you have PTSD, that's whatever. Uh, but I feel like I need a moment right now because I know I'm feeling like I'm, I'm hitting, I'm getting ready to blow and I don't want to do that. So that would be a way of managing your emotions. And they also have compassion towards each other. That is super important because, you know, knowing if I know that you have PTSD and I know that we're kind of in a prickly situation, it's like, you know what, Uh, whether or not you have PTSD, we all have our moments. You know, I can see that this is kind of a tough time. So, uh, and I know your behavior and your pattern is that you need to go and cool off. Let's go ahead and talk about this a little bit later or tomorrow. And, And then that's okay. So knowing your own pattern, whether you have figured it out for yourself or you as a partner have figured it out and being able to talk about, hey, honey, this I've noticed this is your pattern. You tend to want to isolate yourself or you tend to want to talk about everything right now, but I need some time to think before I can put my words together because I get a little flooded. And so how about we do this? So almost agree on how you're going to handle those situations when you are feeling overwhelmed with emotions. Now, if you are in a situation where you either are having a couples crisis or you are wanting to enhance your relationship, guess what? I have great news for you. It's called couples intensives. And what that is, it's spending a whole day or two whole days with me where we will go through all of this, almost like a one or two day retreat where we are going to knock all this stuff out, whether it's take care of the crisis or do the enhancement. And rather than doing this over weeks or months, we get it all done all in one or two days. If that's something that you're interested in, shout out to me, give me a call, reach out to me. We got a couple of ways that you can reach me through uh, the ways that that you're going through here. My website, uh, call me, email me, or on Facebook, you can find me there. We will be right back to talk about the other five traits that couples who make it through tough times share right after these few messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. 
Healy is a holistic wellness device used to balance and support the body's bioenergetic field. It can analyze imbalances on our physical, mental, emotions, and energetic fields and recommends programs and frequencies to bring them back into balance. For your complimentary analysis, contact Karin Weary at 386-848-5170. Visit her website at insightscounselingcenter.com or reach out to her at KarinW at insightscounselingcenter.com. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary and Ida Serena Lee. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello and welcome back to Shift Happens. I am so glad that you are here. And if this is information that is you feel is inspiring you, helping you, uh, maybe gives you some thoughts about some people you know, please do feel free to share uh, and hit the subscribe button, you know, because that is something that can help you out, help get this information out, and hopefully really change people's lives in a positive way. That's what this is all about, is getting information, tangible information out that people can put into practice that really truly will, you know, um, you know, dial the needle over so that uh, you or whoever it is that you know will benefit and get the 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 emotional, spiritual, physical benefits from the information that we share here on Shift Happens. And I am your host, Karen Weary. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough life coach. And I work with people to truly make shift happen in their lives. I do so every day and it's a beautiful thing. Today, 
I am talking about the eight traits that we have discovered couples who make it through tough times have. And the thing about the key word here is that they're traits. That means that these are things that we can learn. It's not just something innate. It's, and it's something also that for those who have children, when you model these behaviors, they are going to do them. It becomes almost like osmosis that they see it, they feel it, they live it, and they're going to do it. Because guess what? Kids, they don't do what you tell them to do. They do what you do. And that goes for everything in life. You have to walk the walk, not just talk the talk, right? You have to do it. And because uh, not just kids, but other people know whether or not you're genuine and authentic. So really, the, the more we can drop all the pretenses and just be you, because you are unique and wonderful and amazing when we just need to uh, dust off all the garbage that other people may have put into your head and and focus on growing. I think that focusing on growth is one of the best things that any of us can do because when we are growing, we're just getting better and more interested and more interesting. Life becomes more interesting and so on and so forth. So, uh, trait number three of the eight that we were, were talking about today is that they appreciate one another. Let me tell you what, it's like, uh, and, and, you know, it's not just about, oh, thank you for doing dishes you know, type of thing. Uh, the, the appreciation really needs to be deep and authentic and real. Uh, you know how it is when someone says something, but they don't really mean it. You can tell, you know it, you feel it. And it doesn't feel good, right? It it just, mm, mm, yeah, it, it, it just doesn't feel good. It just can be, be more grating, but uh, authentic, deeply felt appreciation. Now that feels good. And you are just nurturing that relationship when you provide appreciation. And the more that you can do that, um, the, the better. Because what you're doing is you're building a buffer in your relationship for, um, you know, for the tough times. But you're also just building on the love relationship that you already have. So the, the Drs. John and Julie Gottman, they have done 40 plus research on couples and what makes relationships work. What are the behaviors that, again, traits that couples who have good, healthy relationships do? And what are the things that the traits that couples who have miserable relationships and or end up in divorce, they do? And they found that you have to have five positive interactions for every one negative interaction. So if you think of it as you have a love bank, just like you have a money bank, you always want to be putting money in there so that there's more money going in than coming out, right? Because uh, many of us have the other problem. We have more going out than coming in. That's a problem, right? That causes a lot of stress. Doesn't work. So it's the same thing with our love relationships. And for some people who may have a hard time, you know, thinking about the love bank, just, you know, maybe thinking about it as foreplay can help, right? <laughs> if that's what, what gets you going, think of it as foreplay, you know. And, and so really it could be 
for an example is, you know, uh, there's a difference between saying, oh, yeah, thank you for doing the dishes versus, uh, you know, I, I see that you're really having a hard time. And, and I really appreciate that fact that you're, you're trying, you're really keeping it together the best that you can. And I see it. I note it because when other people see and appreciate, um, especially when we're having a hard time uh, or, you know, for example, when we're talking about that's, that's, that's a bigger thing, but some of the bit smaller things are um, like one of my pet peeves is when people, they leave a sponge, you know, in the sink and it's all wet and they just leave it in there because uh, to, what I'm just thinking is that, and I'm not a germaphobe, but that sponge is just creating and building a lot of germs and, and it's just getting nasty. You know, you can smell it and all that. So, so just squeeze it out, put it up on the, on the side there when you're done. That's, that's all I ask. <laughs> so when my partner actually does that, that really makes a big difference because that means, you know, he, he paid attention. He noticed that my, that's my pet peeve. And, and so he's doing it. And, you know, that really means a lot to me because that means that my little pet peeves uh, do mean something to him. <laughs> and I do the same for him. And so it's got to be a two-way street. It's not a one-way street ever in relationships. So, yeah, so that's something that's really important. Um, just really paying attention to, and, and it's kind of like being mindful, you know, a mindfulness exercise that, and because we tend to be, our brains are set up to look for for negative things, right? Because that's part of our survival system. So when we train our brain to look for the things that we like and the good things, then now we are creating, you know, a different kind of brain that's that's much more fun to be with for yourself too. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so the other thing is number four. The trait number four is that they communicate compassionately and fairly. So what that means is that how do we connect in a on an emotional level? And um, there's this. Uh, article that I um, am looking at and this particular person works with men and (laughs) I I think this is funny he says that one of the things that surprises the men that he sees in his practice the most is how important it is to connect on an emotional level with their partners this is not your soccer mate this is not your basketball mate this is your partner totally different story you know the uh, to connect on an emotional level as part of that what we started off in the beginning with with you know i got you i feel safe with you i feel heard i feel connected to you and and i've got you you got me and um so another thing that that and this you know that for a lot of people and in this case they're talking about especially men is is hard to empathize meaning i can put myself in your shoes i you know have been there with somebody who totally did not get the concept of empathizing and this person had to experience it for themselves and that's why it would take you know a year before that person understood what I was talking about because something would come up and that person would experience it themselves. And then it's like, oh, because he experienced it for them himself. Now all of a sudden he got it. And it's like, you know, but it can be learned. And a lot of learning how to empathize with somebody really is 
I mean, as the saying says, put yourself in their shoes. So just pretend that you're them. Imagine what if I was, let's say they have a sucky job and they have a, a job where a customer is always yelling at them and complaining and whining and going on and on. So what would that feel like if I, for eight hours or nine hours a day, had to hear people come at me and you know, whine and yap and like it was all my fault and whatnot? How would I feel about that? Hmm, maybe that wouldn't be so pleasant. Maybe I would like for my partner, meaning in this case me, to be able to lift me up out of this. Maybe I would want my partner to let me vent a little bit and then, you know, uh, say something funny, that kind of thing. So, <clears throat> yeah, and, and here's the other thing I, I touched on earlier, that giving the other the benefit of doubt, as in, you know, it's, it's something that um, we tend to do the opposite. We, we uh, kind of already imagine a worst case scenario, and that is many times because in previous relationships, somebody else has hurt us, you know, oh, um, this other person that was in a relationship with uh, would always cancel with me last minute or leave me hanging when we had plans type of thing. And so whenever you say, ah, I'm going to pencil you in or, oh my gosh, I forgot it. It's like, then uh, automatically right away, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off at you. But really only about 30% of the being angry and upset is, directly at you, the other 70% of my being upset is about this previous relationship. So really uh, being attentive to your own thought process and like, okay, how could I, uh, and and maybe even uh, if you think of your best friend, maybe your best friend, you won't be as tough on as you will with with your your, uh, partner, especially in a long-term relationship. Sometimes we can fall into a habit of taking our partner for granted, which is never a good thing. That's that it's going downhill when you start taking the other for granted and instead think, okay, well, Here's a perfect example. So yesterday, because like I said in the beginning of the show, we're, we we only have two cars. So we're juggling three people in two cars. So I had let my honey take the car and he was going to pick me up. But I was at a different office. I was, I was at an office that I'm sometimes not my my office. And so I gave him the exact address and my and then I left my battery, my phone charger at home. So my battery was like down to 10%. And uh, and so I was like, oh, okay, I'll be there in five. And it was more than five minutes. I was out there, went out to meet him because the parking lot had been repaid. So I figured, well, I'll just go out and meet him. And he wasn't there. I was like, hmm, what's going on? And and then I thought, well, maybe he went to my my office because that's what he knows is my office. And so I went and, and okay, well, I gave him some more specific directions. And um, and uh, then it turned out, oh, yeah, the GPS, can you tell me where you are? I didn't know how to do that thing where it depends where I am. And I was down to like 5% now. <laughs> so, and, and he's going, oh, my God, this this crazy uh, Google map or whatever. 
And um, and so finally, I was like, okay, well, just the crossroads of this Amelia and Church Street, and he's not that familiar with it. So finally, I was like, you know what? It was just one block up. I'll meet you up here at Firehouse and Udom Thai. Yeah, I know that he knows where that is. And there he was. So when we met, and he was like, oh my God, it, it, it took me to all these different neighborhoods and this, that, and the other. I was like, okay, well, I gave you this very specific address, and and then I was like well if reality is in this town that we live in they do use the same street name it's kind of like it's uh, broken up and, and same street name for different places but then i looked up and it's like uh, churchill street instead of church street uh 424 which was a different address than number i'm like hmm okay <laughs> but anyway we ended up having a good laugh about it because he found me and we made it happen so again the good intentions. Like I, I remember having put something in my GPS and I checked it before we went. And then when my son, he had a tournament and then it was time for me to go. And I just hit the first one and it took me to a different place. I was like, oh my God. So I have been there. I've done it. And I know <laughs> that these things happen. So I could have been pissed off and whatnot and yelled at him, which would not have served our relationship very well. But I chose to step into, yeah, I've done this before. And we found each other. So thank God for that. So everything is good. So yeah, when we uh, communicate and share personal experiences rather than judging each other, judging is never helpful, is it? Yeah. So the other thing is, is we know if you have any negative habits, such as we know this also comes from the Gottman's research is that there are four types of uh, behaviors to look for that is death to a relationship is uh, becoming defensive, stonewalling, refusing to talk, and just not being receptive. So those are some things that what you 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 need to check yourself if you start finding yourself being that way because that is not good. You want to take a look at is this going to benefit uh, our relationship long term, you know, or is this or is this uh, something that we really do need to talk about? And then there are ways to talk about something where you're not judging, where you're you're sticking to facts and what you would like the solution to be, and then figure out how do we get to that together. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, also how uh, couples respond to good news is also really important. So when you really are excited and you celebrate with your partner, good things that happen, the promotion, the job, the whatever kind of uh, 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 weight loss goal or fitness goal, whatever, celebrate that with your person because that means, again, you really got that you're back. All right. So again, if you are in a place where you want to get your relationship in a place that is much better, whether it's that you're just facing a, a crisis, found out your partner had an affair or whatever kind of thing, or you want to do the enhancement to really get your relationship to the best that you can, because it's good for you, it's good for your financial health, it's good for your physical health, it's good for your emotional and spiritual health, it's good for your kids, it's 
good for everything. Um, we, I do intensives, one and two day intensives where we can get all of this done in a day or two rather than spread out over months. So you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on www.insightscounselingcenter.com. You can find me on LinkedIn under Karen Weary. And uh, you can email me at karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. We will be right back with the last three um, traits that couples who make it through tough times share. So you will not want to miss that because you do want to get all of the traits so that you can go ahead and implement that right away, right after these few messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Healy is a holistic wellness device used to balance and support the body's bioenergetic field. It can analyze imbalances on our physical, mental, emotions, and energetic fields and recommends programs and frequencies to bring them back into balance. For your complimentary analysis, contact Karin Weary at 386-848-5170. Visit her website at insightscounselingcenter.com or reach out to her at karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary and Ida Serena Lee. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello and welcome back to Shift Happens, where we really do make shift happen in your life because we always have tangible things, suggestions, and ideas for you to implement immediately in your life to enhance every aspect of your life, financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually, because um, you are the one who's in charge of your life and you can make changes in your life. If you are not happy with the way things are, 
then by golly, it is up to you to make some changes and we are here to assist you. Now, if you need more than what you hear about right here on this show, because many times it's good to have the information, but we need more help and coaching and assistance on how to make it happen, how to put it into practice. Um, you can always reach out to me, um, you know, at my email or on Facebook or LinkedIn or my website. And because I am your host as well uh, as outside of here, I do this work with people. I, you, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough life coach. And today we are talking about relationships and how do you make your your intimate uh, closest relationship your spouse whatever uh, uh, you know whether or not you're married um, the best that it possibly can be and how what are the traits that um, couples who make it through tough times uh, have and share because uh, life happens right and so it's easy enough to be a good partner when everything is fine and dandy, everything's just going smoothly, but it's during challenging times that we really find out who we are and who our partner is and who are we together as a couple. And so when we can weather those times and not just survive them, but thrive through them, I am all about not, let's not just survive. That's, that's not cool. Uh, I, there's, that's not a good life. I want to thrive through life and I want to help you guys thrive through life. And, um, and if you're in a place where you and your partner, you're ready to make this happen and you are in a place where you're ready to get the outside you know, assistance to make this happen, I do run one and two day intensives so that rather than taking you know, every week, it's an hour and an hour and an hour and an hour and you know, it's months uh, on end that you are dragging this whole thing out. There are benefits to that because you get little pieces and then you implement and then little pieces and you implement. Um, but there's a lot also to be said for getting it all done and really going deep and in a short amount of time and then off you go and um, we do a follow-up after that. But yeah, it can be incredibly powerful to do an intensive. So reach out to me. And actually next week, I'm going to be talking more uh, in depth about intensives. So we made it through the first five of the eight uh, traits that couples who make it through tough time. So we have three left. Number six is that they're committed to the relationship and they put each other first. This is really huge. And uh, because uh, I've been in multiple relationships where I was definitely not put first and uh, it wears on you over time. You know, when you're kind of, not, you know, yeah, there's things that you have to take care of. Yes, you have to take care of your job. So you have an income or, and you have to take care of your kids. But even when you have kids, you do still need to put your partner first uh, because the kids are going to grow up and they're going to go off and live their own life. And you're still going to be with that person, hopefully, if you've done this right. <laughs> or, and the other thing is also that you want to show and model to your kids how to have good, healthy, strong relationships. Again, kids are going to do what you do, not what you say. So if you're saying, um, if you're saying, 
uh, you, you need to be with somebody who respects you. And then, you know, then the other person is uh, your partner is yelling at you and being disrespectful and, and whatnot. Then they're going to see that and they're going to go, yeah, you, you don't know what you're talking about. They may not say that, but somehow or another in themselves, what happens is if you look at your first few relationships or if you haven't fixed you know, and healed what you have going on and those relationships didn't work. Look at the pattern. Many times we have patterns um, because of how we have been raised. And you may find that you have married or been with people who are like a parent or a combination of your parents that um, you did not heal your relationship with. <laughs> so uh, I know uh, after a while, uh, I realized that I married my mother. Now, I didn't marry my mother, but somebody who had a lot of similarities to, to her, and that didn't work. So I needed to get myself much better and find the person that is uh, my partner. And, and it's a beautiful thing when you got it, when you find it. So Here's the thing is that we think that, especially couples who have kids, that we have to sacrifice so much for our kids. But you know what? The greatest gift that you can give your kids is a relationship, a good, solid, healthy relationship with your partner. And here's the thing is that I have seen and heard horror stories of people doing for their kids what they need to be doing for themselves. You know, the beautiful thing about Montessori School, which is where I had my son from the time he was three through through uh, fifth grade, uh, was that they uh, are all about don't do for your kids what they already know for themselves. Like I run into clients and people who take care of their adult kids so that they don't have to go out and find a job. They pay their mortgages. They pay their cars. They do this, that, and the other. And guess what? You are just creating a monster. Don't do that. Now, there's a difference between, you know, helping out during hard times for a little bit, you know, but you are making your child, adult or young, uh, do their own part. You have to do that or you are going to be miserable. Anyway, number seven is that they share core values. And, you know, that could be, you know, maybe that you're both Catholics or that fitness is really important to you. Um, you both enjoy gardening or you enjoy hiking and being out in nature, those kinds of things. And I know in, in my relationship, we, yeah, there's so many of our uh, core values that are, are right the same. You know, we both are excited about and always, you know, into personal growth, you know, we love being outside in nature. We live in nature. <laughs> we love to kayak. We love to bicycle. Uh, we love to work out. And it's even better when we can do those things together. We support each other. We, um, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, eating healthy is important to us because we believe in boosting our immune system and, and uh helping our body being the healthiest that it can be. And that is just so amazing to have all of that in my intimate relationship. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So when you have these core, share these core beliefs, it really does make um, life so much more uh, helpful or and easy. Uh, it could be that 
you both uh, really are into giving back to the community and volunteering and doing that kind of thing. Um, but it, it really uh, is just something that provides a lot of meaning in the relationship and, and purpose. So that is a beautiful thing. Here's the other thing. Number eight, the last of these eight traits is that they know that it's okay if things aren't okay. Meaning that, you know, in a long-term relationship, there are going to be good times and bad times. We're going to go through ebbs and flows of of life and events. And, and sometimes we might not feel as close, but uh, the main thing is that if we've already established that safety in the relationship and that, okay, you need a little time, you know, go, go, go to the cabin in the mountains for the weekend or whatever, and, and just unplug and, and recharge your batteries. And I'm going to be here when you're back type of thing, whatever it is, that just takes a lot of the stress off that I don't have to be all panicky. And, and, you know, it's like, Oh my God, the, the whole world is going to fall apart. We're going to be divorced and whatnot, but it's that it's okay. Well, I'm here. You do whatever you need to do. If you need anything from me, let me know, and I'll do that. I'll provide whatever the best that I can for you uh, to get us through this. So, so that is really just, just again, a lot of that has to do with taking the bird's eye view, zooming out, getting the larger perspective that uh, this is not, you know, a, a short-term relationship. This is a long-term, this is a lifelong relationship. And so we're okay. We got this. So, all of this is something that's really going to overall lead to less stress in your life. You know, you're going to save a lot of money too, because guess what? Divorce is expensive and horrible and traumatic for a lot of people. It doesn't have to be, but can be for sure. So if you invest in your relationship and, you know, the really beautiful thing is when you invest time and, you know, sometimes money, you know, getting going on a getaway, you know, going running away to the mountains and, and unplugging and, and reconnect, you know, going to marriage uh, retreats and and those kinds of things. And speaking of which, I run one and two day uh, marriage retreats uh, and intensives where you can get all of this that is specifically dialed into your relationship so that you can really uh, benefit and get the most out of uh, this healthy, beautiful relationship that you, you are building and creating. And because here's the thing that we are the creators of our own reality. Whatever it is that you are focusing on, that is your reality. So you get to choose what do you want your reality to be. I know I love my reality, the one that I live in. It is pretty flipping awesome. <laughs> and I would love to share with you how I do that. So, because as you know, you all have very specific, unique talents, every single one of you that the world needs. So, go out there and shine your beautiful inner light. I love you all, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. 
for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you. 